Welcome to episode 15 of the BCF ORG podcast, The Business of Business. I'm Brian Fisher. In episode 14, Jeremy Bodenhammer from Shiphawk was our guest. Today's episode 15 will be from the financial column. The topic, financial ratios. The four podcast categories are management, operations, sales, and financial. This podcast series focuses on the various subjects and topics to help you run a successful, profitable business. They're approximately 10 to 15 minutes long, so you can listen while commuting. Hopefully, you'll find one or two takeaways to implement per episode. We're constantly faced with challenges. This series will assist you in breaking down these challenges into smaller, manageable components. Now, here's today's topic, financial ratios. A quick way to check the financial health of your company is to pick a few financial ratios to monitor. It's important to include various financial ratios in your review. I typically started with the quick ratio, then moved on to others. We're going to cover quick and current ratios, accounts days receivable and days payable, return on assets, debt to net worth, and working capital. There are other financial indicators to review, but these are primarily the ones I used for a quick snapshot. Let's start with the quick and current ratios. The quick and current ratios indicate your company's short-term liquidity. They measure your company's financial health. They're similar, but slightly different. The quick ratio measures your company's liquidity by checking how well your current assets cover your current liabilities. The quick ratio is sometimes called the acid test ratio. The current assets used in the quick ratio include cash and cash equivalents and your accounts receivable. The liabilities used are your short-term debt, accounts payable, and any accrued liabilities and other debts. The quick ratio is calculated by adding all your current assets, then dividing that by your total current liabilities. The key difference between the quick and current ratios is the quick ratio is a little more conservative. It doesn't include inventory and other assets that are more difficult to turn into cash. By excluding inventory and other less liquid assets, the quick ratio focuses on the more liquid assets. The current ratio measures your company's ability to pay current or short-term liabilities with your assets. Current assets on the company's balance sheet represent the value of all the assets that can be reasonably converted into cash within a short period of time. They include cash and cash equivalents, accounts receivable, prepaid expenses, and inventory. Current liabilities are your company's debt or obligations on your balance sheet. Current liabilities include short-term debt, accounts payable, and accrued liabilities and other debt. Like the quick ratio, your current ratio is calculated by dividing your current assets by your current liabilities. Primarily, the difference between the two is inventory. When your quick and current ratios are above one, you have liquidity and life is good. You're considered less a financial risk to the banks. If your quick and current ratios are less than one, you have fewer assets than liabilities, basically no money your company is considered a financial risk. There's not a hard number here, but the higher the better. Ratios over one to one are good, two to one is better. 
Next is accounts days receivable and days payable. This is not a ratio, but a number. Accounts receivable is money owed to you. The accounts receivable days is the number of days it takes your customer to pay the invoice. This number is a reflection of your company's effectiveness in credit and collection efforts in allowing credit to the customers that pay in a timely manner. Days accounts receivable is usually applied to all of your outstanding invoices at one time, rather than to a single invoice. In my experience, there was always a handful of bad players. When this was the case, we looked at the individual customers' days receivable numbers. If they regularly exceeded their credit terms, we took another look at their terms. They may be having cash flow problems, and you don't want to get stuck with an unpaid invoice. I found out more times than not, a phone call could work things out. However, sometimes we had to readjust their terms. As with the quick and current ratios, there's not an absolute number of days receivable that is considered excellent or poor, but it needs to be somewhat close to your terms. There's a tightrope to walk here. You need to be paid on time, but also need to allow for some flexibility. You don't want your accounting policies to be so rigid that it drives customers who otherwise are able to pay to your competitors. We watched our days receivable like a hawk, and it paid off for us. Accounts payable is money you owe. Accounts payable is the average number of days it takes you to pay your bills. Days payable measures how well your company is managing its accounts payable. A days payable of 30 means that on average, it takes 30 days for you to pay your suppliers. Some vendors or suppliers offer discounts for paying early. But taking too long to pay may result in them changing your terms or worse, putting you on credit hold which can negatively impact your ability to properly provide product to your customers. We had a couple of vendors that were very strict on their net 30-day terms. It was always a hassle. Managing your days receivable and days payable, it's a balancing act. One that needs to be done well, otherwise your cash flow can get out of whack quickly. Next is return on assets. Return on assets is an indicator of your company's profitability. Return on assets tells you how efficient you are at using your assets to generate earnings. Return on assets is viewed as a percentage. The higher the number, the better. One of management's most important jobs is to make wise choices in allocating your resources. For your business to survive and thrive, you need to be focused on profitability and efficiency by getting the most out of your limited resources. Return on assets is a key measurement. Next is debt to net worth. The debt to net worth ratio looks at your company's overall financial condition. It's something lenders usually take into account when deciding to lend you money. To calculate your debt to net worth ratio, divide your total debt by your total net worth. For example, if your debt is $500,000 and your net worth is a million dollars, your debt to net worth ratio is 0.5 or 50%. You want this ratio to be less than one. The lower, the better. A good ratio would be lower than 0.5, where your company would be able to pay off your debt with less than 50% of your current net worth. But the lower, the better. Now, working capital. Working capital is not a ratio, but an amount. 
Working capital is the amount remaining after your current liabilities are subtracted from your current assets. Working capital measures your company's liquidity, operating efficiency, and short-term financial health. When your company has positive working capital, you can fund your current operations, reinvest, and grow. If your company's current assets are not greater than the liabilities, then you have trouble growing, paying creditors, or you may even go bankrupt. Cash is king. Businesses that go bankrupt don't usually do so because they're not profitable. Rather, they go bankrupt because of poor financial planning. Their cash runs out and they can't pay their bills. Again, a balancing act. By monitoring your working capital, you can help avoid this pitfall. As you can see, there's a lot of information derived from a few financial ratios and numbers. The ones we covered are the primary ones I used. They are quick and current ratios, accounts days receivable and days payable, return on assets, debt to net worth, and working capital. There are others. Choose the ones you want to monitor, but do it on a regular basis, like monthly, quarterly, or annually. Paying close attention to your financial ratios can save you a lot of grief and aggravation. It allows you to take corrective action, determines your profitability, and how well you run your company. This podcast is on over 20 directories. Where you are listening, please click on subscribe or follow. And feel free to share this podcast with people who you think may benefit. A strong rating of these podcasts would be appreciated. If you would like to reach out to me with any questions, comments, ideas, or potentially be a guest, please go to bcforg.com. There's a red Contact Us button in the middle of the homepage. A LinkedIn symbol is on the upper right. Click on that if you would like to see my profile. All the podcasts are available by clicking on the website podcast page in the reference bar. These podcasts will be released the first and third Tuesday each month. In the next episode, 16, we're going to move over to the management column. In business, running a successful, profitable business is the ultimate scorecard. You are never done and can always be better. It tends to be more fun than work, frustrating at times, but can be very rewarding. From BCF Orgy Corp., I'm Brian Fisher, wishing you the best. Thanks. Thanks.